So we are building up here at Radio Verulam for the St Albans E-Flower Show. And just to remind you, the two key dates to keep in mind are June 27th, when entries are in for, and then July the 4th, when we broadcast, which will be on radio, but also our own little kind of mini TV show on social media for you to enjoy, and so that you can see the great entries. However, we do have to bear in mind that although we'll be having huge fun taking part, the money raised will be going to a very noble cause. So today, I'm chatting to Claire from Rennie Grove Hospice Care. Half the proceeds from this St Albans Flower Show will be going to. So she's going to explain how the money we raise will help the great organisation. But first and foremost, in the current climate, I always ask people this because we do care about the people of St Albans. Claire, how are you doing at the moment? Hi Jason, and thank you so much for inviting me onto your show. Um, I'm doing pretty well, thank you. Um, definitely had my ups and downs through these strange times, but generally doing well. I'm just really grateful to be still working and um, that my family and my friends are all still healthy. So yeah, pretty good. Ah, oh, it's good to hear the positive at the moment. It's just a shame that the weather's turned, hasn't it? Just as uh, it heads to June, typical summer British weather, isn't it? You know, we're, we're expecting the sun and then literally, as I'm talking to you, it is pouring down with rain. But also in terms of this coronavirus situation, it has affected Rennie Grove Hospice Care. So how has it affected your organisation? What kind of changes have you need to do to, to cope with probably a loss of income? It's affected us in, in so many ways, really. It's hard to explain all of them. Um, I mean, our service have been affected as our nurses are wearing um, protective equipment to visit patients. Some of our patients are shielding, and so um, they're not able to see our nurses, so our nurses are making lots of phone calls and supporting families in that way. Um, we've had some staff isolating due to symptoms over the past month, so has affected staff numbers at times um, and all our non-clinical staff so those who aren't out there with, um, looking after patients are tending to work from home wherever they can. Um, as you mentioned that income has been hit really really hard. Um, most of our fundraising activities and events and all our income from our shops literally stopped overnight. Um, you know the government support that's been given to hospices has been very welcome um, and will certainly help towards the shortfall, but it doesn't, it doesn't completely fill the gap. Um, and we will be left with a you know a significant deficit in our income. And this the restrictions are, are looking to carry on as I social distancing for quite some time. So we're really gonna have to um we're gonna have to find different ways of fundraising and we're really gonna struggle to regenerate that income in the same in the same ways that we always have. And so you've mentioned there that obviously some uh, patients are shielding. Uh, it sounds like the care is continuing, but is it in a very different way? And also, are people having to go above and beyond now to, like you said, reach families, but also for patients that can't see their families? Is there a lot of cheering up and uh, other things happening to be done? Well, <clears throat> our nurses are obviously needing to take extra precautions when they're they're visiting patients and wear protective equipment. Um, they are continuing to care in the same compassionate, loving and empathic way they always have. Um, the quality of care for our patients and their families is just second to none. And we all pride ourselves on that quality. Um, 
It is hard net for nurses to work with PPE and it's so hard for our patients who, who may not be able to see their families at this time, you know, and you're at the end of life, you want to be surrounded by your families, not isolated from them. So definitely our nurses are working harder than ever to ensure that we support patients through these really, really difficult times um, and just give them, you know, the care and compassion that we always have. And this money uh, that we raise will be helping, obviously, the care and compassion, but that's obviously something that comes from the person within. Uh, But could you give us a breakdown of how important each entry fee money is? So we've got £5 for the little uh, children's uh, categories, but then we've also got £7.50 and £10 as well for the best garden entry. And I know for some people this might seem like not a lot of money, it might be spare change to some it might be a lot of money to others but how important are these sums for certain individuals uh, within the Rennie Grove hospice care? Well they're so important and as I said we really are facing a huge deficit in our income and this event will just allow entrants to help bridge the gap. Um, so £9.50 funds 20 minutes of specialist care so you know, half of that, so around five pounds would fund 10 minutes. So every time someone enters, they're going to be ensuring that our nurses can be going into people's homes, caring for them and ensuring that they, you know, have the best quality of care at the end of their lives. So every, you know, as as another organisation says, you know, every little matters, every counts. So um, it's really, really important for us. And just to remind people as well there, because you've said, you know, when you go into patients, uh, you know, wherever they're living, their dwellings or uh, whatever, um, you don't charge anything at all, do you? The, all the care yeah. that you give is completely free. So you are totally reliant on these kind of fundraising measures, aren't you? Yeah, it's absolutely free at the point of access. So nobody would ever have to pay for our care. It is absolutely um, free to patients and the support that families get is free. So yes, we rely really heavily on our local community. Without the support of our local community, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. So you're working hard to find different ways to involve the community and raise funds. Obviously, the eFlower show will hopefully help raise a lot and uh, uh, raise awareness as well for the fantastic work that you do. But are there other events that we should be aware of and maybe possibly take part in? Absolutely. I mean, as I've said, that our traditional type of events have all been cancelled, but we're, we're constantly looking at new and innovative ways to, to raise funds. Lots of people are doing things virtually. Um, one event that ties in really nicely with the flower show was, um, is our open gardens event. So we were planning on a, a series of open gardens um, this summer, which have obviously had to be cancelled. But we're delighted to say that um, we're going virtual with these. So in the coming <laughs> we'll be showing videos of beautiful gardens and asking for donations. Um, and I'd really love for any of the entrants or any of your listeners, if, they're, if they would like to video their gardens and, and show it off and ask for donations for that, to just get in touch with Rennie Grove and let them know and we can, we can help them with that. Um, there's all sorts of things going on. We're also... Um, going to be hosting a virtual bingo event um, and that's coming at the end of the month the end of June so please watch our social media feeds for details on how to get involved Um, from the 22nd of June it is children's hospice week and we'll have a a fun downloadable pack to help entertain children at home and then locally um, the Harpenden Round Table are doing a a Lambs Enter Jono Groats 
virtual cycle ride. So they're doing it from static bikes in their in their lounges and garages and things. Um, so if anyone wants to get involved and enter a team into that, um, or if they would just like to sponsor them, we'd be really grateful. So um, details can be found from um, Rennie Grove and on our social media sites, but also it's going to be in the hearts I had in the next couple of weeks. So if anyone's interested in getting involved with that, they can. Well, that sounds brilliant. And also it kind of appeals to people that maybe not are green fingered uh, because obviously we're, we're counting on people. Uh, I think the, the majority of people love flowers, but maybe not everybody is gifted with being able to grow them. But as, as mentioned here, we do have the e-flower show. And in terms of lifting spirits for everybody at Rennie Grove Hospice Care, um, has it gone down well? I have the sight of these beautiful flowers that people have been sending in and we've been posting on social media as well. Have they lifted spirits? Well, I think with so many people are able to do gardening out there, there will be loads of interest and gardens are looking really, really beautiful. Um, I've seen some of the videos of your entries on your Facebook site and so far they've all been gorgeous. And can it help but lift spirits? Um, I'm just glad I don't have to judge because I wouldn't want to pick a winner out of any of them. I'd want them all to win. <laughs> yeah, it's a really hard job. And obviously we don't envy the job of the judge. But we've uh, actually interviewed him and that will be going up very soon about what he expects from the entries. And one of the funny aspects was no garden gnomes. So <laughs> <that> <laughs> I love a garden gnome. <laughs> well, this was something that I said to him as well. I love a garden gnome. And it's all to do because of his Chelsea Flower Show training. There's actually a ban on them from the traditional Chelsea Flower Shows. So he's just following the rules, but he himself is not a big fan of them, maybe because he's indoctrinated into that. But uh, I'm with you there, Claire. I do like a little no. But we do have seven great categories. Is there a specific one that you're excited to see? Uh, obviously, as you said, no pressure because you're not judging them. But um, yeah, <laughs> is there a particular one that you're really excited to see the entries for? Um, I think I'm really excited to see the best gardens as this incorporates all the plants and flowers growing and I'm really quite nosy. Um, so <laughs> love seeing in other people's gardens. And also it's another reason why I'm so excited about our own virtual garden um, event, the open garden season, because I just love looking at other people's gardens and pandering to my nosy side. <laughs> Yeah, it, it does allow you to have a little look around. Also, I think uh, maybe uh, a, a positive way of reframing it is seeing how other people do their gardens and maybe learning some lessons. I'm really yeah, excited. Yeah, some inspiration. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> now, I'm a person who loves their food, so I'm really looking forward to seeing the uh, fruit and veg that people have grown because what I love is that you get all sorts of weird shapes and sizes with the ones that people grow at home as well. You don't see them in the supermarkets at all. But in the uh, aforementioned, as you said there, your favourite uh, category is going to be the best garden. Are you going to be looking out for certain flowers? Do you, do you have a favourite flower that you'll be keeping an eye out for? Well, um, my favourite flowers are delphiniums and any kind of daisy. Um, my firstborn is, is called Daisy, so um, oh, do lovely. love Daisy. So I'm hoping to see both of these as entries. Oh, that is lovely. We've got some uh, in my garden, as I've mentioned quite a few times. My gran is the inspiration for all this, and we've been growing some African daisies, so maybe I can uh, show you a picture or two of them. But finally... Are you green-fingered yourself at all? Because 
obviously yeah, you have a daughter named Daisy, but has has it passed through the family as well? Are, are you all enjoying gardening at the moment? Well, I like to think of myself as um, green-fingered, and <laughs> I do love to get out in the garden. Um, I must admit, my garden, as well as being full of flowers and and fruit and vegetables, uh, also has quite a lot of weeds. It's a, it's a little bit overgrown, um, but I like to think of it as a bee and wildlife friendly space. Um, others might see it a little bit scruffy and overgrown, but you know, I'm, that's my stance and I'm sticking to it. If I think if I had more time, I'd like to hope it would be in a better state, but um, with four children, a dog and <laughs> a job, it's quite hard to keep on top of it all. So um, I enjoy it when I can. Ah, well, it sounds like you do a super job and anything that helps the bees, I'm on board with as well. Mm -hmm. But for today, I do just have to thank you for your time to tell us all about the fantastic work done by Rennie Grove Hospice Care. And just for the people listening, uh, could you tell us maybe some links or maybe your email address there as well? Because you said people to get involved with your other events like that fantastic cycle ride. So could you just maybe give an indication of where to go to get involved? Absolutely. Well, um, we have, we have, we are on social media. So on Facebook, um, Twitter, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn. So um, if people just uh, search for Rennie Grove Hospice Care, they should find any of those pages. Um, if they want to get in touch, if they could email community at renniegrove.org, um, I will be able to access all their emails. So um, yeah, that would be great. If anyone wants to get involved in any of the things I've mentioned, or indeed has some ideas of their own of ways of fundraising or how they can support us. We'd be delighted to hear from them. We really do rely on our local communities. So um, anything anyone is willing to do, we are super grateful for. Yeah, and I think the key word that you said there is community. That's what we're hoping to improve as well here at Radio Verulam with the eFlower Show. And of course, just to remind people, you can just go on to radioverulam.com forward slash flower show to get involved with what we're talking about today. But thank you so much for your time today, Claire, and I wish you all the health in the current climate. Thank you very much for uh, for inviting me along. It's lovely to speak to you. And thank you to Radio Verulam for the, the e-flower show as well. I'm really looking forward to all the entries.